Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're talking week five NFL action. We had some really big scores today with some players. I think it was uh, at least like five guys almost in the 40s. It was ridiculous. Um, some of these scores we got, but we'll go over all that here. And I guess we'll just start with it right away, Jeff. But we'll probably start with some of the <laughs> the games that aren't as exciting maybe at the beginning here. Cardinals, Bengals will be our first one. Cardinals win 26-23. I guess not a lot in this one to really go over too much. Except Kyler Murray didn't score a touchdown throwing the ball, but he got himself a rushing touchdown, 93 yards rushing. So that's what we thought Murray could do and why he could be fantasy valuable in fantasy even if he wasn't throwing the ball well. So that's pretty much exactly what we thought he could do. And not a not a bad showing, not a great showing, but I think he'll get he'll get better at that, more consistent. If he can add some throw, touching, you know, some throwing touchdowns, he could be Lamar Jackson, like at least from the beginning of the year, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty pretty good as far as rookies go this year. Um, you know, three out of the five starts, he's gotten over twenty points. If you're doing standard. Um, you know, you can't really ask for much more than that. And, and you're right. I think he is only going to get better. And um, uh, now that he is running a little bit more, it is exactly what everyone was hoping for. So big game out of him. I mean, 93 rushing yards is a lot for most quarterbacks. So that's that's very, very positive to see. And then David Johnson, 156 total yards. So very productive. No touchdowns, but 156 total yards. is. I guess he's going to probably go as, as Murray goes. That's, I think, what we got here. If Murray's playing pretty well and running the ball well, I feel like David Johnson's going to do well. And then even Chase Edmonds got in on it with 68 yards and a touchdown. But, that's you know, this is more of what you thought Arizona's offense could be. But then again, they played the Bengals. So it's... Uh, <laughs> right, right. And Larry Fitzgerald, 6 for 58, not much there. Not much really in the passing game. But Bengals side of things, I guess it was good to see Joe Mixon actually play a little bit better here with, uh, what, 109 total yards. No touchdowns, but he looked better finally. And again, maybe this is playing the Cardinals. <laughs> That's uh, part of it is uh, who these two teams were playing. They had to go down to a level where they're both at and makes them look better. And Tyler Boyd was great. 10 for 123 and a touchdown. With really no one else to throw the ball to, he had 14 targets. Yeah, he continues to impress. Um, it really that's a that's a two-pony show right there. Mixon or Boyd, everyone else in my mind is kind of unstartable at the moment. So it, it was a uh, it was not the most exciting game to lead the show off with, and but then, uh, well, <laughs> important nonetheless. And then we'll keep it going with Bills Titans, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is I know just as exciting, probably less exciting. Really, <laughs> there's not much here from the Bills side of things. Josh Allen, 219 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. He only ran for 27 yards, so if he's not getting rushing yards, sometimes his games aren't as good. Frank Gore, 14 for 60. Really, you'd like to see Devin Singletary back there and see what he can do. That's going to be a lot more interesting of an offense. And then, well, John Brown, 5 for 75. He continues to be pretty decent, but um, nothing too special here, really. And Titans. No. Mariota's it, not very good. Yeah, and, you know, I take no, no pleasure in kind of dogging on the guy every single time. I think he's had one good week. Um but it's bad. I mean, it's bad all the way around. Um, and obviously, when he's playing like this, Buffalo does have a very good defense. Don't I think that is kind of understated because they're four and one right now, and their offense is nothing, nothing special whatsoever. Their defense is real deal. 
Um, so Tennessee had a hard time getting it going. The only bright spot here is Derrick Henry still was able to pull it out. Um, you know, 20 carries, 78 yards, and did get in the end zone. So once again, Derrick Henry was, uh, was playable. So he, once again, he is the bright spot on the team. Yeah, and if you bought into the A.J. Brown, Corey Davis thing after last week, they did nothing for you. Two for 28 for Davis, two for 27 for Brown. And that that's going to be the that's going to be the you know the the tail week in and week out. Every once in a while they'll have a very good you know they'll have a good game because they're talented players. But you know, like we've said so many times before, this offense is not made for consistency or for fantasy relevant players. You know, most weeks. Well, then how about the? I think this is probably the biggest surprise of the week. Raiders beat the Brown or beat the Bears twenty four twenty one. I di- I did not see this coming um, at all. I would say. And for the Raiders, really shocked me was Josh Jacobs being able to run for 123 yards and two touchdowns against this Bears defense. That was yeah, impressive. Very impressive. And even more so, he didn't have one long run like you'll see. Like We'll talk about Fournette later or something where he, 21 was his longest run out of 26 carries. So he was just methodical. I mean, he was a he looked like the real deal today. It was very, very fun to to watch. I mean, at I don't want to take anything away from the Bears. I think their defense is very good. I don't think they really played poorly today. I just think Josh Jacobs kind of rose to the occasion. And he's literally it, though, for for the offense, for fantasy purposes. Nothing else there on the Raiders' side. But they, <laughs> they won, though. But the funny yeah. thing is, um, in that Khalil Mack trade, uh, the Raiders' first-round pick they got from the Bears uh, is Josh Jacobs in that deal. And Jacobs goes and <laughs> they use it yeah. against against the Bears and Khalil Mack, who Mack had three tackles. And that was it. So hey, maybe maybe, maybe the Ravens <laughs> not as bad of a trade as we thought, right? <laughs> maybe they're secretly geniuses. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh Bears side of things. Uh David Montgomery gets a touchdown to make it an okay day, but eleven carries, twenty five yards. I mean, this guy was a little bit way too overhyped. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it hasn't been getting Man. any better. Finally, he got a touchdown, which is obviously saves a day usually. But I mean, is it the offense, or do you just not enough carries? What what is it about this guy? I I think a lot of it's the offense too. And Chase Daniel doesn't scare anybody, and then Mitch Trubisky wasn't scaring anybody. They don't really they can stop this run, and I I don't know. It's he's gonna probably continue to get decent volume, but. Man, it's just not not there right now. And he'll remain like starter level because of bye weeks, but he's at the borderline. He's like a flex play at this point, and it's only because there's going to be people on bye weeks. I I, I got to see more from this. I got to see something. Yeah, I guess he, doubt. he'll get goal line work. I guess that, that's what can save it. He will, and and that's important because you know in five games he has had two touchdowns, which you would hope would be a little bit more. But he's in standard scoring once again. Um, he's only gone over double digits one time, and that was week two. Um, the other time he actually uh, scored a touchdown. So, you know, not he when you put him in, he hasn't necessarily killed you, but he is, you know, he is. Uh, he's definitely hurt you when you had to draft him as high as you did. And I don't see it particularly getting any better for him. But then a really good game for Allen Robinson, seven for ninety-seven and two touchdowns. He's kind of up and down though. He's had a couple good games, couple games where he's not really there, but. I like to I like to see these good ones, but um, he's definitely their probably their main target. Yeah, that was an interesting one too. Watching with Chase Daniels at the helm, you know, obviously Robinson is their number one, but 
you know, I, I don't understand the the up and down swings like you were talking about. They just seem a little too a little too crazy. And especially when you look at the targets, he was able to really capitalize when he had seven receptions on eight targets. But um, Anthony Miller and Tariq Cohen both had seven targets, so only one behind him. Um, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I I, I can kind of see that consistency swaying throughout the year continuously just because um, I, I haven't seen anything from this offense that makes me believe they can put in place something that will kind of give him a floor, if you will. And especially when teams start seeing this, he's by far their best wide receiver uh, this year. So you should see them try to shut him down more and more. It was nice to see Anthony Miller get those seven targets finally, but it's hard to be excited with the way the offense has been playing. So very true. Then uh, next game, I, I know I talked about all these big games. We haven't got to any of them yet. I'm, I swear we're getting to them. We're, it's going to happen. Here's one. Uh, Saints, Bucks. Saints win 31-24. And really great game from Teddy Bridgewater. 314 yards, four touchdowns. It took, it took him a few games to get in the swing of things, and now all of a sudden he's looking like he could be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he had some really nice throws on there too. Um, you know, this <laughs> by no means is this a uh, – um, uh, you know, guesswork or just a very good game out of nowhere. Um, the, the entire game, he played very, very well. I mean, 26 out of 34 for 314 yards, four TDs, and even the interception, he threw it a little bit behind Kamara, but that that could easily have just been, more than likely it should have been just batted down. Um, you know, he, Kamara tried to do a little too much with it, and it, it bounced up in the air. So I'm very, very... I'm glad to see that. And really, it, it doesn't necessarily, from in my mind, doesn't make Bridgewater. Um, I'm not looking to go and grab him and play him necessarily. But it just kind of uh, calms the nerves when it comes to Kamara and definitely when it comes to Michael Thomas, who if anyone thought that he was going to go down, my gosh, did he have a game. That's one of the biggest games I think I've seen ever from Michael Thomas. You know, <laughs> 11, for, 11 for 182 and two touchdowns. Just massive game. Uh, 30.2 points in standard, so he had over 40 in PPR. Just a huge game from Thomas. That's, I mean, good to see if you're a Michael Thomas owner when thinking you're, you know, you were going to have a few weeks of nothing with Bridgewater, but that's not the case. Yeah. He's going to be the main target there, other than, I guess, Kamara with seven targets, and he gets himself 104 total yards. Yeah, he, I mean, he like clockwork, right? Yeah. But even even Cook, I think that was um very good to see, especially in the tight end uh, realm where we always talk about how thin it is. But Cook looked good too, and he was, um, you know, he was definitely in the in the process. They're trying to get him the ball more. So six targets turned it into four catches with forty one yards and a touchdown. Um, that's very good to see as well. So he's very very playable once again. And then the Buck side of things, just an odd game. Uh, um, I wouldn't say Jam- Jameis wasn't bad, really. I mean, fifteen to twenty seven, two hundred four, two touchdowns. It's not not great, but. This this wide receiver group is interesting. I mean, Godwin's the one who gets all the work this time. Seven for one twenty five, two touchdowns. Just another great game for Chris Godwin. Mike Evans gets himself three targets and no catches. Yeah, I don't, Strange. I don't under. And once again, New Orleans is a good team, so you, you take it with a little bit of a grain of salt. But I do not understand teams that have this type of player and and he doesn't get one catch in a game. He only gets three targets. I mean, I know Godwin is good. That's great. No, don't get me wrong, but I, I just feel like this is all over the place. It felt like they had so much less attempts even on offense because when you look at who was running the ball, I mean, it's pretty much a split between, you know, Ronald Jones and, and Barber. Um, so, you know, Barber gets a touchdown, but really neither of them do anything. 
Um, the It was feast or famine, and that's what this team has turned into. Godwin was the one that feasted today, and everyone else just died on the vine. Yeah, just odd. I mean, usually Evans bounces back from these kind of games we've seen in the past, but we'll see. That was uh, interesting. Yeah, what I mean, you you do have Evans in one of our big leagues. What what is your feeling about him this year? Because he is a very intriguing player, has all the talent in the world. We've seen his high, and now we've seen his low. Where do you kind of uh, end up on him? I mean, he's still, I think, one of the one of the top fifteen guys. But man, it's I hate this up and down <laughs> this up and down crap. But you have to you have to start. Obviously, you're always starting. You just throw him in there. You just don't think about it. Just do it. It's all, I mean, at this point, you're stuck with him. I don't think anybody's going to look to trade for Mike Evans right now. Maybe somebody would try to buy low, but if they're going to try to buy low, they're going to try to give you nothing. You're not going to probably get much of, you know, a substantial player for him. So I think you just got to just ride it out and hope um, there's more consistency. There's going to be big games. You just hope there's more consistency. Yeah, and and you look at his numbers just to, for anyone that maybe hasn't been following him this year. His points and standard scoring has been 2.8, 6.1, 37, 14.9, and now a big fat zero even though he played. All right, next game, Vikings, Giants. Vikings win 28-10. I think you could have called this one. I just had a feeling Kirk Cousins was going to come back and play, you know, like a good NFL quarterback this week. It helped that he played the Giants, but all that talk about how bad he was, you just knew he'd come out and play decent, you know, at least pretty well. And he did 22 for 27, 306 and two touchdowns. And he goes and gets Thielen, Thielen who sort of kind of called him out maybe, you know, a little bit. <laughs> Thielen gets seven for 130 and two touchdowns. So it all worked out, right? Yeah, but without a doubt, I mean, you know, no, nothing like playing a New York team to get your swagger back. But I think once again, the – the great story is Delvin Cook. I mean, I, I love seeing Cousins do better, but he, you know, I still have to see a little bit more of him. Same thing with Thalen. Um, but Delvin Cook has turned into just a bona fide superstar, and this is what I absolutely love to see. So you have 132 rushing yards, no touchdowns, but obviously still insanely good. And then he has 86 uh, receiving yards as well. I mean, he's turning into Camara, but with maybe more touches. I mean, it, it, it could get to that scary of a place if, if uh, you know, C- um, Cousins stays on the straight and narrow as far as the quarterback play. Well, it's come to the point now where I've ranked Cook ahead of Kamara for two straight weeks. In the rankings. It, he yeah. was, he, Cook was my number two running back this week. Um, and, and you weren't wrong. I mean, I think he's going to finish fifth or something because he wasn't able to get a touchdown. But, I mean, you the yardage, I mean, this guy is just unbelievable. He really is, and then I guess the giant side of things, I, I have nothing to <laughs> nothing to talk about here. I mean, um, Barkley will be back next week, hopefully. There we go. That's yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it. It's just really honestly, Evan Ingram kind of disappointed. There's nothing here. I mean, what do you? <laughs> I don't care about that team. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got I got nothing else in. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles beat the Jets thirty-one six. Talk about another team I don't care about. The Jets. Ouch. Oh, that's a uh, Dude, they need, yeah, okay. they desperately need their quarterback even, to come back. I don't even think we can even say much about them either. Um, Sam Darnold hopefully comes back. It, it, that will change things because other than that, it's just ugly. I mean, Bell gets, I guess Bell made it okay with 88 total yards. And if he's in P, if you're in PPR with him, he had seven receptions. So he made that worthwhile. But the receiving core, nothing going there. One for 16 for Robbie Anderson, two for 10 for Jamison Crowder. Just 
And I, honestly, I don't even think I don't think that Darnold coming back will help anyone else. But I do think that it will help launch Bell back up to the you know a very comfortable situation for him. But other than that, I, I I have no faith in anyone else on this team. Well, not even there's not even really much to add for the Eagles in this one, just because it was such a blowout they didn't need to do anything. It I mean Howard was better than Sanders by far today. I guess there's that, which. It's gonna, yeah, go which, up, it's gonna go up and down between those two all year. Yeah, and we we know this too. I know that there's a lot. There's always speculation about how good rookies can be, but I mean, between Miles Sanders and Montgomery, I think it's safe to say that at least in the first half of the season, um, you know, they're that's why they're rookies, and you know, we, we you worry about this, but we're we're seeing it on display, unfortunately. Yep, Ertz gets himself a touchdown, make it a decent game, but they didn't need to do anything, so it's just one of those type of games. Ravens beat the Steelers 26-23 in overtime after Steelers are down to their third-string quarterback now. Lamar Jackson threw three picks. That was um, eh, not great. Not really a good fantasy day at all for him, but he he gets 70 yards rushing where he takes what on a, any other quarterback would have just a brutal day. He at least gives you something. It's not good, but it's 70 rushing yards helps you. Yeah, without doubt, I mean, and I, it doesn't look like he's hanging his head. He's making jokes about it. I, that's what I like to see because not everything is going to be perfect with this guy, but this is by far his worst game so far. And in Pittsburgh, we thought that this would be a slam dunk. Honestly, they haven't been playing well. We thought he would be able to put up a lot. Um, the last two games, the interceptions did obviously start piling up, but I think it's something correctable. I'm not. I'm not panicking by any means. If you look at the four games before this, he's been phenomenal. Um, I like the fact that he's shaking it off, and and as you said, when you can get that baseline, what we love about him so much, even when he doesn't have a good game, he doesn't kill you. Then uh, Ingram gets himself a touchdown. Not much on the ground there, though, 19 for 44, but gets a touchdown. Then the receiving game, uh, Marquise Brown missed most of the game, actually, but he still had a touchdown to make it respectable if you played him. Not great, but okay. Andrews, five for, yeah, five for 45. Sneed led the team in the yards there, four for 51. Really Sneed make an appearance. Then on the Steelers side of things, I mean, that, uh, what the heck is this guy's name? Delvin, Delvin Hodges. I don't even know what his name is. This, uh, third stringer here. They pick, put in there. Yeah. Devlin, Devlin Hodges, seven of nine for 68 yards after Rudolph was knocked out. Uh, not much there for the, I mean, James Conner gets a touchdown, but again, a 14 for 55 type day. He's not terribly impressive. No. And he's not, he, I mean, I don't think he he didn't catch one pass, did he? No, not, to, nothing today. So the fact that he's not involved in the receiving game—that's the most shocking thing of how how little they've they've used him that way. I mean, Samuels took that part over. It's only in four targets, but um, yeah, I mean, they they made this one close. But I think what Juju was the only one kind of stand out. Seven catches, seventy five yards, and a touchdown. He kind of did what he does. But other than that. Um, not not as bad, honestly. Baltimore is a good defense once again, and, and Pittsburgh has been struggling. Um, but, you know, you saw the glimpses of good stuff, but nothing for me to really grasp onto. I think it's juju all the way, and that's that's about it for me. Then, Connor, obviously you're going to play, but... Yeah, those targets were pretty spread out between those three receivers. Deontay Johnson actually led them with eight. Then Juju <laughs> was seven, and James Washington was six. So. Yeah, James Washington is still involved. Everyone who thought it was all Deontay Johnson now. No, James Washington's still there. He'll, yeah, he'll still be involved. You know, I don't think we're going to get a very good idea of exactly 
breakdown. I think it's whoever's got the hot hand because Pittsburgh is just trying to find answers here. Then uh, Patriots beat the Redskins 33-7. No surprise in this one. Brady, 348, three touchdowns. Threw a pick, but you knew he was going to have a good game against this this team. And pretty much everyone was going to have a good Sony Michelle, 91 yards rushing and a touchdown. 32 yards receiving for him as well. Adelman, 8 for 110 and a touchdown. Josh Gordon, 5 for 59. Didn't get as much. Oh, I mean, he, uh, he missed. Uh, it would have been a deep touchdown. They missed it by inches, really. Brady had a deep ball to him just, just too far. That would have been a massive game for Gordon. This is that, that close from being like 5 for 59 to being 6 for 120 and a touchdown. It could change that quickly. Yeah, that's a couple games in a row now, too, because uh, he dropped another touchdown. I think it was either one week ago or two weeks ago. I should know this. I do have him on one of my teams. Um, what, what are your feelings about him? Because Gordon, obviously going into it, getting reinstated, we know he has all the upside in the world. He hasn't had that breakout game yet. Do you think that's coming, or do you think this is kind of what he is? No, I think it's coming because it's like it was so close, so close to being a big game right there with just that one ball just, you know, just a little bit shorter than that. And he in his game's huge, and there's nothing different that he did. So, and he, he said he you know dropped the touchdown what last week or whatever too. He's um he's right there. I think you still put him in your lineup, and the big game I think will come. Then, <laughs> Redskins. Is there anything even here? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, I mean, okay, to that guy that was uh yeah made nuts uh, on me about Chris Thompson. On no, that was yeah, that was my favorite. Jeez, man. Yeah, so this uh, is why Chris Thompson was ranked outside of my top thirty-five. It's exactly, playing against the Patriots. So, yeah, exactly. It was very one of the best teams in the NFL uh, for a reason. I think the only takeaway here: everyone suffered. There was no one that did well. Obviously, Sims Junior had one big play, <laughs> but um, what I, honestly it just comes down to it: just McLaurin. He is um not not a great you know not a great game, but three catches for fifty-one yards when everyone was struggling. Uh, you got something out of him. I, I think that that's pretty impressive on a Washington team that's you know uh, hasn't won a game yet. And then uh, Panthers, Jaguars, thirty four twenty seven. Panthers get the win here. Uh, this is all Christian McCaffrey. This guy's insanely oh, good. I love having him so much, <laughs> and I, I love the fact that I ranked him as the number one running back at the end of the year. <laughs> and he, dude, he is a monster. It's unreal. This this game was probably. Just off the charts. I mean, he was making cuts and and just, you know, he is so confident right now. I just, he has got to be the number one player in in the NFL at the moment. He is just on fire. He, he is. How, yeah, he has to be. He's, he's that good. And what, 41.7 in standard today? And so what, 47.7 in PPR? Just insane scoring there. He's he's so good, and then that's the only thing is he he went out of the game there with a little bit of an injury. Um, hopefully that's nothing. Hopefully that won't linger. Um, it was all cramps. Okay, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Except that his backup, whatever that guy's name is, ran for that the bon- Bonifon yeah. ran yeah. <laughs> ran for eighty and a touchdown. Yeah, he's he, had, <laughs> he had the big play, so people yeah. are going to be like, eh, maybe it's a system, <laughs> but no, no it's, it's not. not. McCaffrey's McCaffrey, that good. McCaffrey's amazing. Yeah. And, then, um, and DJ yeah. Moore, he had a nice game, but other than that, uh, no one really got involved. It was <laughs> it was McCaffrey all day, and that was about it. DJ Moore had a nice game as Olsen well. Olsen gave you a zero. Yeah, go figure. I mean, just when you're starting to feel comfortable with a guy. But they didn't, I mean, they, I mean, that's the crazy part about this game, though. Jacksonville put up a really good fight. I was very, very impressed. You think that they would just kind of roll over, but 
No, Minshew has no no quitting him, and they have some really exciting young young talent on that team. I mean, DJ Chark is legitimately good. He, uh, yeah, real I, deal. I mean, I don't think you can sleep on him anymore. No, I wish we would have talked to him a little bit more in the preseason. We we brought him up a couple times, but just you know, as like one of those like deep sleeper type players. But not, I didn't th- see this coming. No, I, I mean, I would be lying if I if I said I did. I mean, 11 targets, 8 catches, 164 yards, 2 touchdowns. And the crazy part is he has been consistent. He has been wonderful in fantasy all year so far. And that is the thing that you just definitely wouldn't see. Like, if you were like, he's going to have one of these games, you're kind of like, okay, I could see it. He's a, you know, he's a very tall, fast wide receiver. Why not? But he's only had one game so far, and that was week four, where he went below double digits in fantasy i mean he is i think he has, yeah he has five touchdowns in five games uh the only one he didn't catch one in is week four when he only had four you know 44 yards so this guy is i i mean as far as i can tell bona fide it's hard to look at him and and put him in the same category as other players that have done it throughout years but if you're just looking at weeks one through five you know he's got to be i don't know top 20 top 15 kind of wide receiver yeah he's gonna have to be up there he's no i mean in three receiver leagues he's starting for sure in borderline and two even on some with these bye weeks coming up he's there he's close i mean he was he was ranked as the ninth best wide receiver before this week oh yeah he's he's gonna be up there yeah it's pretty impressive and fournette once again he has a long run which is unusual for him it feels like but for 48 yards but over 100 yards and a touchdown. He's getting his groove back as well. So, I think Fournette last week, he went he went nuts and go for over 200. But I think in like, it was maybe the week before that, he had that other game where he had another huge run that after he didn't really do much either. He's been putting, you know, good numbers together. It's uh, He's been better than people were giving him credit for before the year. That's for sure. He has a, what, 100 and, 100, almost 140 total yards, a touchdown. It's a good game for Fournette. Then um yeah, D.D. Westbrook seven for eighty two. That was nice. Eleven targets. What do you make of Minshew? <laughs> He's. I have to ask. He keeps impressing. He does. There's something about him. He just plays. Okay. He needs to play over Nick Foles. I honestly think that when Nick Foles even comes back later on in the year, there's no way Nick Foles takes this job. If Minshew plays like this, He's. there's something about him. He can play. I hundred percent agree with you. I know people will disagree with that, but. I've seen Foles, and obviously everyone thinks about the you know the Super Bowl win, but we've seen him struggle mightily. And coming back off an injury, why would you take out a hot hand young guy that could be your possible future? Um, yeah. I mean, he, he has been he's been wonderful. Next game, Houston fifty three, Atlanta thirty two. That is actually the first time in NFL history that score of a game has happened. Which no kidding, yeah, first time. That's an odd number to see fifty three. But t- Texans, I mean, Deshaun Watson, 426 yards, five touchdowns. Just an awesome game there from him. Just, I mean, what else do you say? That was great. And the beneficiary, beneficiary of it wasn't DeAndre Hopkins. It was all Will Fuller. Yeah, finally. And I've been waiting for that. I really thought I drafted him in a bunch of leagues, and I was really wondering if I made a mistake. Hey, maybe he's, you know, you're thinking these big plays will come. You just, as long as he stays healthy, he's been healthy. He hasn't really had these big plays, and today he got all of them out of his system. And he had 16 targets, 14 catches, 217 yards, and three touchdowns. He was phenomenal. 
And even with all that going on, Hopkins still manages seven catches for 88 yards. So it just shows you the type of talent they really do have when they're when they're clicking. I mean, don't expect this every week from Fuller, but no, he'll be up and down. That's the type of player he is. But he has this ability. And that's he the, does. That's the important part well, to the, remember. The thing is, if the if the defense is keying on Hopkins now, they'll just go to Fuller. That's all that I mean, they're not going to hesitate. And if you got a healthy Will Fuller, I mean, this is what we've always he hasn't been healthy. So. He's never been able to put together any games like this, you know, for a long stretch of time. So hopefully this time he stays healthy. We'll see what he can actually do here. That was really, really impressive day. Then Hyde gets himself 60 yards and a touchdown. All volume there for Hyde, 21 for 60. Yeah, like a below a three-yard average on 21 carries. But, you know, he, he, if you started him, you're you're fine with it. <laughs> Duke Johnson, nine carries, 59 yards. Clearly second, second in line there to Hyde. But, um Still better production, really, but um, it'd be interesting. I still think they should see what he could do. Give him a little work. I, I do too, but I don't. I don't it see that happen. I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> Broncos beat the Chargers twenty to thirteen. Another surprise game today. The Broncos get their first win, and Joe Flacco threw the big touchdown to Sutton. Give Sutton a, a good game off a seventy-yard touchdown. Four for ninety-two for Sutton. There, not much else in the passing game for the team. Manuel Sanders one for nine, one catch for nine yards. Just um, yeah. Philip Lindsay, though, looks really good. He looks yes. really good today. Oh, it makes me feel so good that you say <laughs> that. Um, and the crazy part is, uh, you know, he's going to be all over the highlight reel. But once again, these splits were almost down the middle. I mean, 15 to Lindsay, 13 to Freeman. And Freeman wasn't bad. He really wasn't. I, I hate to say this. I could just pile on Craig because we always have this epic battle about Lindsay Freeman. But Freeman averaged, I mean, 4.7 yards per carry, 61 yards. He was fine, but Lindsey was just a difference maker today. Um, huge, huge game and added 33 yards in receiving on top of his 114 rushing. So th- that was great to see. There's a lot of good things on this one. I'm not sure what happened with the Chargers today, to be honest. Um, but you'll wonder if that uh, that defense will change because um, I haven't heard confirmation, but I believe Bradley Chubb blew out his uh, ACL, is it? So that will definitely affect their their front line. So. We'll see how that kind of, you know, hurts their D. Well, the Chargers don't get an offensive touchdown. They got the punt return touchdown. And not just nothing here. Melvin Gordon comes back in 12 carries, 31 yards, and four catches for seven yards. Just a, not good. Not he didn't, And Austin Eckler didn't get any carries, only three, I mean, three carries, but he received 15 catches. 15. That's insane. 15 catches for 86 yeah. yards. So, obviously, he's not going anywhere but you know you're wondering if they're gonna you know eat each other's production because melvin looks like he's gonna get all the work as far as rushing eckler will get all of it receiving and you're kind of hoping you know dealer's choice on who's gonna get the touchdown but um it's a strange game though for them obviously rivers did not play very well um and other than that i mean they completely shut Keenan Allen down, which you haven't really seen this year. That was in, uh, very interesting. But um, they tried to get uh, Williams involved for the first time, and he got targeted 13 times, but he was only able to bring in six of them, which is, I mean, it's great to see him get 74 yards. Maybe they can get him jump-started. But, um, you know, not the game you were hoping when you when they really try to force the ball as well. And how about Packers 34, Cowboys 24? I like seeing the Cowboys lose. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I just enjoyed that, but I I like to see the Packers lose though too, but I really like to see this from Aaron Jones, man. Uh, I feel feel really good about my Aaron Jones, uh, hype of the preseason right now. 
Four touchdowns. I mean, the the Aaron Jones is not, I mean, four touchdowns is a lot for anyone. But that didn't surprise me as much as if you're telling me you're going to score 34 points and, and you're going to beat Dallas, I would have to think that Aaron Rodgers will be a bigger part of the game. And he just he just wasn't. And he was fine. They just didn't need to end the drive with him scoring. Yeah. And and I don't – and I – do you think how much of it was because Devontae Adams was not playing? Could be part of it. And it's just where they got – they end up getting the ball down there and it's just going to give it to Jones, I guess. And it's just the way it worked. It, it's an odd one. But it's not even – Jones didn't even just do the 19 for 107, four touchdowns. He also caught the ball seven times for 75 yards. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the crazy part. Without him, Aaron Rodgers has, what, 150 yards passing? Uh, no, no one did. And that was the crazy part. I know people are really wondering if MVS was going to step up or Jimmy Graham. Um, but no, I mean, literally. No, and I think uh, Jimmy Graham was next in yardage for receiving with 41 uh, off of three catches, and it just got worse from there. So um, very interesting. And they, they won doing it, uh, which is, I think, a huge... Um, feather in Aaron Jones' cap, and I think they're just going to keep giving him the ball. I think that will be their identity. I think they'll almost become more of a, I won't, you know, not strictly running team because Aaron Rodgers will have to put, you know, the game on his back a lot of times, but they're going to take a lot of pressure off of him, and they're going to give Aaron Jones a lot of carries. I I love him going into the second half. I, I loved him going in now, but um, he, I think all the question marks have been answered. Yeah, eight touchdowns for Aaron Jones in five games. Um I feel really good about that call. We had some. Yeah. Hey, this is a good, good episode for us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a good week, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure there's a few. We'll we'll tell you when we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be wrong sometimes. Yeah. Uh, cow- cowboy side of things, Dak turns it into a good fantasy day because of he had to. <laughs> they were down by 28 points, so they just start throwing the ball around. He gets 463 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw. The, he did three picks. And Amari Cooper. I mean, this is this is all because they're down 28 points. But Amari Cooper's still really good. 11 for 226 in a touchdown. And then Michael Gallup, 7 for 113 in a touchdown. But I don't know how to read into this being they were down 28 points. They just had to toss the ball around. Yeah, I, I mean, Dak was having a probably one of his worst games that I've seen him play in the first half. And he did kind of pull it out. I mean, he started looking better there at the end. Um, the only, the really the big takeaway for me, um, cause Elliot does what he does. He only got 12 carries and he still got 62 yards and a touchdown. But Michael Gallup, honestly, he's the one that is, has, was raising himself up on my, uh, my board the most. And then he got hurt. Um, but he comes back with another strong performance right after his, uh, coming back off of injury. And I mean, you know, going against New York Giants and once again, standards. So this might be different if you're in PPR, but, 15.8, which is very, very solid against Washington, 6.8. So it doesn't kill you, but nothing special. And then today with the big throws going out, 17.3. But I think Gallup is a um, is a very playable wide receiver. And I think he is the guy that they need across from Amari Cooper to help him out. So um, I don't know. He's, he's the one that I would keep an eye on because obviously he might still be out there. After he got injured, maybe people threw him back into the, the waiver pool. So... Keep an eye on that guy. I really like what they're doing with him. Then I guess the Sunday night game just ended up, so we might as well talk about that real quick. Just to finish off the show, and another surprise finish. The Colts beat the Chiefs 19-13. What is happening? Man. <laughs> so Patrick Mahomes only throws one touchdown. He threw zero last week. He's thrown one touchdown in two weeks. That's uh, – okay, you know what? It shouldn't be that much of a surprise, I guess. 
He's been, he's just kept doing it and playing well. But now he's out. He was without Tyreek Hill and without um, Sammy Watkins today. So at some point, it's probably be hard for him to just throw the ball to what whoever this guy is Pringle. Pringle, yeah, Byron Pringle, who six for one hundred three in a touchdown. And I mean, at some point, I guess if they don't have those big time guys out there. It becomes a little harder. Or are people starting to figure something out? It's I don't have those answers. I don't know. It's or maybe it's the lack of the run game that's finally catching up to him too. I mean, it, it could be, but I mean, where where do you go from here? I mean, is this a hard hit the brakes on playing playing pretty much anyone on KC? Or are you still throwing out there? He did. I mean, you know, it sounds like he had a bad game. Mahomes didn't. I mean, he he was fine. 321 yards with a touchdown, no interceptions. I mean, he was good. But uh, but when you're not throwing four touchdowns, it becomes a, a lot harder to predict who is going to get that one, who is going to get the yardage. So when you start picking between Pringle, Hardman, obviously Kelsey, you're going to always play. But And Robinson, I mean, what are your thoughts on those guys? I think I stay away from them right now. I don't know who it's going to be. I'm not. Gonna, I don't think I can play Hardman. I mean, I guess Hardman's the one out of the three. I think I could feel more comfortable with. He seems to be the one that's always kind of there. Robinson isn't. Pringle isn't. And I mean, Tyree Hill could be back next week. It's it's looking like he's he's getting close. So then that's fine. I don't think I play the other guys. Hardman maybe if you need him. That's um the, the run game. I don't even. I I I didn't see much of this at the beginning. So what happened to McCoy here? No no carries. He. Got himself two catches, twenty-three yards, fumbled the ball, and then nothing. I, I don't know. There? I got to, we got to, we'll, we'll have to have that for uh, next tomorrow night. I have to look. Yeah, into, I didn't see everything. A, in there. And it, it's very very strange too because they didn't try to run the ball at all. I mean, only I mean, if you put everything together. I mean, Hardman had a carry, Sherman had a carry, Mahomes had three, but for halfbacks, as far as you know, they're they're big guys. Uh, Williams had nine, and that was it. I mean that that that's not a recipe for success. So. And especially in a low-scoring game, I find that very, very bizarre. I mean, we have to go back and and kind of look through this this game tape a little more because I'm not tell you the truth. I don't have a good feeling, and obviously we missed the second half really. But so. that's where I'm just confused on the McCoy thing because I didn't think he got hurt. So I, I saw the fumble, and it was an open field. I mean, it was an open field. They they punch at the ball. It's a it's a tough one, but either way, that's just odd that he didn't get any carries. And I don't know. Strange. Strange. Even more strange, I mean, uh, they couldn't overcome it, but you think that if, if the Colts were going to win, Brissett was going to have to have a good game, but he had his worst game yet. <laughs> and Mac, Mac was huge today. The 29 carries were 132 yards. I mean, he was great, but... He's about it, really, though. <laughs> yeah, no one shined. I mean, if, if you told me that Colts were going to win, I'd, I was going to say, man, who had a monster game? No one. Yeah, <laughs> it was defense. Marlon, Marlon Mack played well. That's about it. But, all right, that's going to do it for... the. Week five recap. We'll be back tomorrow night. We'll talk about we'll talk a little bit about the Monday night game and then I'll uh, give you some waiver wire pickups for week six. Talk to you guys next time.